everybody. I'm so excited to welcome Bricks and Minifigs here to West Michigan. Thank you so much to Julia and Nathan for your investment in West Michigan. We are so excited to have you guys as part of our community and happy that you made West Michigan your home. Is everybody excited for today? Love it. So Julia, if you would like to say some words, love to have you kick it off. Thank you all. Yes. We're so excited you're here. We're going to do this ribbon cutting and get you inside. Perfect. There we go. Good. All right. Ready? All we'll right. Down. One, two, three. Yeah! Woo! Welcome to this episode of the Good Morning Grand Rapids podcast. This season, we're sharing the stories of the people and businesses who call Grand Rapids home. And this week, we're hearing about Grand Rapids' brand new Lego store, a bricks and minifigs franchise opened by Julia and Nathan Peterson in December. I had the chance to talk with Julia and Nathan just two days before their grand opening in December, when there were still boxes being delivered, contractors finishing their projects, and piles and piles of Lego to be sorted. Then we got to visit on opening day to see it all come together. So stick around to hear about Julia and Nathan's Lego-infused love story, the story behind Bricks and Minifigs Grand Rapids, and sounds from opening day. We definitely both grew up with Lego. Not a ton of Lego. Neither of us had, like, massive collections or anything, but enough to enjoy the creativity of Lego and to think about that as we moved on in life, being like, oh, yeah, we'd love to get back to that at some point. Like almost all of us, Nathan and Julia grew up enjoying Lego and all that they could create with it. But then, again, like most of us, they went through what the Lego community calls the dark ages. That's the time between your childhood building and your adult building. So we both had our dark ages, and then yep. we came back to Lego when we started dating. So it had just become part of our relationship, just something we loved doing together. Like, oh, if we're going to spend an evening, we might be building Lego and from there, it was kind of like, wow, this is really great and we really could do something with it. And then almost immediately, we bought a few things that we were like, oh, we don't really want to keep these things. So then it was like immediately like, all right, well, maybe we could sell it to kind of fund the hobby. Fund the hobby. I'm putting that in air quotes here because, <laughs> yeah, we didn't. I mean, it was like we were still spending a lot more on Lego than we were selling. But. Yeah, we, we kidded around for a while saying, oh, we sell enough to fund the hobby. But that was never true. It was always like small <laughs> sales. It was fun. But we really started to realize we enjoyed the building, the collecting, as well as the selling. And we were like, yeah, this is great. And then we'd almost immediately talked about, wouldn't it be nice at some point if we opened a, an actual store? But yeah, that's down the road, right? That's like way, way, way in the future. We'll never get there. Uh, maybe when we retire. Yeah, that that's what the goal yeah. was. So, yeah, I think that's kind of, it's always been there a little bit. At this point, Nathan and Julia had been more than recovered from their dark ages. Lego was a big part of their relationship as they started to buy, collect, and even sell Lego together, already having the idea to open a store together someday. But it would also go on to play a really creative and fun role in their engagement. Yeah, when we got engaged, we had already really enjoyed building Lego. And actually, the night that we got engaged, we were working on it, on building a set. When we got engaged, we were like, what would be a fun way to announce the engagement on social media? Mm -hmm. And we didn't have one of those engagements where there was a photographer hiding, you know? <laughs> so we're like, oh, it'd be really fun to stage a Lego photo. And so that's yep. how we came up with the idea. So we found parts and pieces to make ourselves and staged the whole thing with Nathan being on one knee. We also had Lego at our wedding on our tables, just in our wedding color. So just gold and gray and white Lego. 
Because, you know, you sit at a wedding sometimes and you're like, oh, I'm at a table with people I don't know. Maybe it's a little awkward. So this gave everybody something to do and talk about, which was really fun. And I think that also kind of started that story of it really being part of our identity of as a couple publicly, too, of like, oh, hey, we don't just do this as a hobby, but we also put it out on social media. Now married and having officially announced their combined love for Lego to the world, they had the opportunity to show off their builds together. We kept building, we kept doing things kind of outside of the social media space that we weren't doing a ton with it. We each had our own kind of social media places where we were kind of posting things to. And then it was really 2020. It was kind of COVID shutdown. It was like, well, we have a lot of times on our hands. And then we were like, you know what, we should maybe make a, a joint Instagram account, Creative Peterson's, where we can post the things we're doing, the mocks we're doing, the builds we're doing. One of the creations that came about after starting the Creative Peterson's Instagram account was an idea that Nathan had for a typeface challenge kit. Essentially, he wanted to send kits of Legos to collaborators across the country to experiment with creating patterns, writing names, and exploring typography with Lego. And I was like, how do I deliver that? How do I generate people's interest in that kind of thing? So Creative Peterson's was also part of that. It was like, oh yeah, I can leverage that. And I think we had five or six people who mm -hmm. participated yeah, in round would. one. We would send the kit out and then they would post to social media. So that kind of started off some of the Lego social media pieces. So that got us comfortable enough, too, with the idea of marketing Lego via social media. So that then that tied back into the store pretty well. The next Lego creation that they would promote was one of Julia's ideas, a modular style coffee roastery and bakery. She built it and she posted it to Lego Ideas. And Lego Ideas is a spot where they can sometimes make the set if you hit a certain amount of volume. And she had goals and she kept blowing those out of the water. Mm -hmm. I think you ended about a thousand supporters for that, yeah, for that build. You have to push pretty hard for those builds to promote them on social media. Yeah. And once we started the store process, I stopped promoting. So we made it to about 1,500 followers on that one, which yeah. is pretty decent. We didn't make it to 10,000, but I also didn't work on it. So <laughs> yeah. after we started the store process, there just wasn't time for the other things that we've been doing. So we're excited to get the store underway so we can get back to our building as well. And then, of course, you also entered a competition on Lego Ideas again to put something in the Lego house in Denmark and was selected as one of the winners for that. So it's currently there right now, September to September, I think, mm -hmm. of 2023. So that's pretty exciting. In case you missed it, Nathan had an idea that would spark collaboration with creators across the country. Julia submit a Lego idea that gained 1,500 supporters and then went on to create a build that is now on display at the Lego house in Denmark. It's called Ole Symphony. It depicts Lego's founder, Ole Kirk Christensen, conducting a symphony of Lego bricks. And you can still see it in Denmark until September this year. So, in short, these two do not mess around when it comes to Lego. But what brought them to take their love of Lego and use it to open a bricks and minifigs franchise? We love finding that one set, completing it, and finding that person that is just so excited about it or finding those bulk pieces that someone's been looking for. So for us, I think it is the combination of both loving the product for what we love to do with it. And there are people who just love to be builders. We love that side, but we actually also just love inventorying. I mean, that sounds so nerdy, but we love doing the inventorying. We love finding the parts and pieces. We love getting it ready, taking pictures, presenting it. I don't know that I would have ever known that I would love to do that if we hadn't kind of slid into it through the online sales when we had so much extra. Yeah, and I think also maybe the other aspect is we we also really kind of miss the community of Lego. Mm -hmm. um, we came from Chicago. There's tons of Lego stores, official Lego stores, but there's also bricks and minifig stores. There's a discovery center. There's like 
all this Lego all over the place you can get to really quickly. And we came to Grand Rapids. It was a little bit like there's nothing. We had to either drive to Chicago or to Detroit. Those are like two options. And that's a long way to have a a Lego community to be like, okay, yeah, it's a three hour drive basically either way. Um, That's a long way. So I think that was another aspect that was uh, enticing to at least to me saying, oh yeah, we could create a space that would allow for people who probably are already here but actually have some place where they can kind of centralize and say, oh, yeah, that's our local store, right? That's our local place that we go to gather when we want to do things uh, together. So that's, I think, was another aspect to that. As longtime Lego lovers who enjoy building and selling and wanting to provide a space for the Lego community in Grand Rapids, they started to seriously consider the longtime dream that they had to open a Lego store. We had that dream, but it always seemed like way, way down the road. I honestly wouldn't know how to start a business from all the way from scratch at this level. So we had talked about it for a long time. And then when we started talking about it more seriously, we started investigating the bricks and minifigs model. The bricks and minifigs model is awesome. And corporate is Mm -hmm. awesome. They're an amazing set of people who really care about the people that own these stores. So they've been really supportive. So that's made it a lot less scary because they've had a really good model for us to lean into. They were really great in some of the opening dialogues, just getting to know their model and and what the process is. And then we dove in and applied and went through a a pretty rigorous process of figuring out the financials, figuring out if this is a good fit for us. And then we were awarded a franchise in late June. We took it from there. So after late June, we dove in to finding the space, starting all the business licensing, inventory buying, and the many, many things that have come since then to get us to today. Before we talk about the grand opening, you should probably know what you can actually expect at Bricks and Minifigs Grand Rapids. When I asked Nathan and Julia about it, they broke it down into three parts, product, creativity, and community. We love Lego for all the things that it brings. Like we're not just, oh, I like to buy a set and build it. We also like building our own things. We love the competitions. We love Lego ideas. We love being builders ourselves. We love enabling others to build. We love having a space where kids can come and learn more about Lego. We'll have the events where we can have parties and also workshops, creativity workshops. So you can come and buy new inbox used minifigs galore. You know, there's thousands of minifigs in those cases. And then the part spins. So really Lego in any form you can sell to us. If you have that Lego that you want to sell, we'll actually make you an offer. And so it's a place that you can now bring bins of Lego pieces. We've even had some parents say, oh, you'll actually just buy my mixed bin of pieces. Yeah, we absolutely will. And then we'll trade so you can come in and get um, store credit. So that's one aspect, just more Lego product and more access to Lego product. But then we've also talked about the creativity and the community pieces. So we want to be a place where we uh, have creativity enabled through Lego. We're going to do creative workshops where we teach Lego skills, but also just creativity skills. And then a community place where people can come and meet other Lego fans, come with their friends and have a party. Really product, community, and creativity are the things we really want to focus on. And so years of dreaming and months of planning and preparation brings us to December 10th for the grand opening of Bricks and Minifigs Grand Rapids. It's a bitter cold winter morning with patches of snow on the ground and blistering winds. The Bricks and Minifigs team is offering hot chocolate and coffee, and before long, we'll even give out hand warmers to the people in line. But despite the cold weather on this Saturday morning, there are hundreds of eager guests lined up for this big moment. The line spans the entirety of the Breton Center shopping mall, 
crossing half a dozen storefronts and wrapping all the way around to a side street on the opposite end of the parking lot. And based on what Julia and Nathan told me about the excitement that they heard from the LEGO community in Grand Rapids, plus their hard work to promote the opening, it's no surprise that there's this much of a turnout from the community. The very first guest in line had been waiting outside for two hours, and this excited young man named Henry turned out to be quite the LEGO master himself. How much do you love LEGO, Henry? So much that I would build a thousand Legos in one day. You can build a thousand Legos in one day? No, but like two weeks. He built the loop roller coaster on his own in two weeks. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah, pretty like impressive. 4,000 well, pieces. my dad helped Jeez. a couple times. Well, with the chain, but that was it. And also, I love Legos. <laughs> I can't do anything without building Legos. Awesome. And the good news for young Henry was that he wouldn't have to wait much longer to step inside the long-awaited bricks and minifigs store. In just a few minutes, the director of membership at the Grand Rapids Chamber of Commerce would kick off the grand opening. Good morning, everybody. I'm so excited to welcome Bricks and Minifigs here to West Michigan. Thank you so much to Julia and Nathan for your investment in West Michigan. Julia, if you would like to say some words, love to have you kick it off. Julia's speech, though, was a real testament to her character, leadership style, and the heart for community that she and Nathan are bringing to Grand Rapids. We are so excited you're here, but we have something really important we have to do before we get started. Carson, come on up here. This is Carson, oh, our <laughs> assistant manager, and it's his birthday! So we're going to sing happy birthday to Carson if you'll join me. All right. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. And with the important celebration taken care of, it was time to open the doors and to welcome the eager crowd inside. While the first guests were making their way into the store, we talked to some of the people in line, like one couple who were ready to relive childhood memories. So I like to see all the sets that like I you know, couldn't get as a kid. It's like, oh my God, they have that, like, still in box. Like, you know, I don't know. Like, it's, like, just as exciting, if not more, to be, like, you know, awakening inner child to see, like, stuff that, like, like, oh my God, you remember this one? We also got to talk to a couple of young gentlemen, one of whom wasn't surprised at all that they had to wait in such a long line. Did you expect there to be this much of a line? Like yes. When no. 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 No? I didn't. How come you expected it? Did you... Because this is a big, big thing. I mean, there was no... No Lego store anywhere around Michigan, and this is quite a big thing, especially yeah. for me. I really like Legos. We got to talk to a few other people at the grand opening as well, and suffice it to say, everyone was excited. In my conversation with Nathan and Julia before the grand opening, I asked them about the community engagement that they had seen so far, what they were hearing from the Grand Rapids community, and about the response that they were getting from the Lego community. Even before the grand opening, they expressed how much it meant to them to see so much excitement about what they were bringing. It's been really awesome to see how many people have come kind of out of the woodwork of just like, this This has been so needed. Like we are so excited and so ready for a, a store like this. That's been really encouraging actually. Cause it's one thing to be kind of like, well, we think it'll work. 
<laughs> so I think they like have a lot of people really positively respond and just be like, oh yeah, I'll be there almost every week. Yeah, I think that's the excitement of the Lego and the Bricks and Minifix brand to start a small business and have so many people excited that we're coming. That is almost a luxury in the small business space. We're just so excited about the store and we're excited that people are excited with us. I think that, you know, we just want to say a big thank you to the community. I don't think we can probably say that enough. It's hard to start a small business. It's a lot of work and it's a lot of grind. And so people being excited with us and expressing joy over Lego and over the store with us has just made it so fun in the build up to the store. So we just want to say a big thank you to the Lego community in Grand Rapids and for our friends and family and, and just everybody who's been so supportive. It's made it a, a real joy to go through the hard work. Thank you for listening to this episode of Good Morning Grand Rapids. And a very special thank you to Nathan and Julia and the Bricks and Mini Figs Grand Rapids team for being featured on the very first episode of season two. To check out Bricks and Mini Figs Grand Rapids and to visit their incredible store, you can find links to their website and social media in the show notes of this episode. Good Morning Grand Rapids is produced by InPhase Media, a Grand Rapids-based podcast production agency. We create podcasts for businesses and organizations designed to drive business growth. Learn more about what we do at InPhaseMedia.co.